0: Welcome to a new paradigm of education podcast. I'm your host, Monique Sayers, and today we have our special guest. Her name is Heidi Conway. Before I introduce Heidi, I'll just talk about a new paradigm of education. So actually, I'll introduce it by talking about what Heidi and I were just discussing offline, which was heart-centered education and the need for that in a new paradigm. That you know, the consciousness of the world in previous paradigms has been led through the IQ, through the, the mind. And whilst this is good and useful, I really believe that the world has moved into a state of consciousness where we're able to lead through the heart. And that this is equally important to IQ. So not only is IQ important, but EQ as well as energetic quotients. I haven't introduced a podcast like that before. So I just thought I'd bring that into this introduction for everybody to consider that. And we also talk a lot about about that in our book, A New Paradigm of Education, for those of you who'd like to read that as well. So I'd love to introduce Heidi because we were just having this beautiful heart connection together. So... I love what Heidi's bringing into this world so Heidi is a co-founder of the change maker teens global and she invites all mothers and alternative learning educators to be the catalyst for positive change by holding space for young people on their journey. And she's going to talk about what exactly that is and what, what the model is. Um, so by using the change maker way, young people discover their innate change maker genius and are liberated to find their unique passion and purpose. Hence, they show up, step up, and give back, embracing who they are, how they learn, and achieve local and world-changing results. Wow, that sounds huge. <laughs> and she's also an, an, uh, an author as well of two different books: um, Self-Esteem for Teens. The Women, uh, also The Women Changing the World, which she's a best-selling best author for, and she's also got her own teens that she's homeschooled. So you've got a wealth of knowledge to bring into this space. I'm so grateful to have you here, Heidi. So welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Monique. It's a pleasure being here. I'm very excited.
0: Yeah. So I usually just start off just by allowing you space to introduce yourself, Um or introduce what you're doing in the world to people so we can get a, a grasp of, of that. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Um, so I love talking, so stop me when I need to. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the listeners and with regard to the new paradigm and where that all fits um, and how we connected, is a past of me being um Basically, thinking I need to follow in mum or dad's footsteps and either be a librarian or work outside in uh, in the in nature. Dad worked outside; he was a soil conservationist, and being feeling like you know I need to go in one of those. directions I think a lot of people probably my age, I'm in my 50s now, can relate to maybe doing what you need to do, what your parents are doing, or one of your relatives, or, you know, unless you're really going to break out that, that box. So there was a big push for me to go to university and ended up at 13, even though I kind of wanted to become a vet, it was pointed out to me that everybody wants to be a vet and everybody can't be a vet. So what else is there? So at an open day at university, deciding that, okay, I'll do environmental science, Followed that path. So at 13, knew I wanted to do new. I wanted to do environmental science and uh, followed that path, got into my number one uh, choice and ended up being an environmental and safety um, technician, manager, consultant in organisations. And when my babies were born, I said to my parents, please do not tell them to be, you know, to watch out, you know, be careful, anything like that, because it's no no." You know, it's no wonder I ended up in the health and safety <laughs> arena. I wanted them to teach my boys to be aware. So not, you know, look out, be careful, you know, careful, you know, watch out. Just be aware. So be aware already of what's going on inside you, where your feet are, you know, where your hands are, where what's around you, and who else is around you and what's going on for them as well. So that whole connection and then um, many people in um, the corporate world said that I should be some sort of counsellor or something because if an incident happened I got to the root cause I really got to the root cause quickly of the incident and sometimes it had nothing to do with the workplace it was something going on for them at home and so they said oh my goodness Heidi you should be a counsellor so I looked down that path but became a coach instead and ended up training people to become life coaches as well. And it wasn't until later that I took my boys out of school. So I don't know if you want to break there and or I keep going.
0: Yeah, so I guess I, I, I'm wondering how it's led you to where you are today on the path of, you know, I guess you homeschooled your boys, and then also you created this change maker, um, Teens Global. So I'm I'm wondering, I'm sure parents and educators are also wondering uh, about this, like how does how does that fit in with your story, and uh, what does it bring for them as well? You know?
1: Yeah, so. Over the years, then, I have found out this passion that my icky guy, if you like, is is coaching. And so imagine if I could help my children save all that time and actually find their passion as a teenager. And so they came out of school. Uh, It was meant to be temporary. So there's been articles in in newspapers about, about our family and about that we're the accidental homeschoolers you know, that we didn't want to do that. Like a lot of people, it's even more so now that people weren't really thinking about homeschooling, but because of what's happening in the world, they are. But at that stage, I was told Matthew wasn't writing and the other one wasn't focusing. So 11-year-old not writing at school, and I'm going, "Mm, he can write. And, you know, the younger one was not focusing and no matter how much um, oil... Or vitamins, we gave him like oil underneath his feet in his socks before he put his school shoes on for focus, you know, focus blend. He wasn't, he wasn't, no matter how many times I put my finger or said, come on, what's why aren't we focusing, you know, like you're eight. <laughs> you know, I never said that, but <laughs> I never said that. But um, so they came out of school eight and 11. They wanted to go, the eight year old wanted to go back um, a few months later because he thought he'd miss his friends. The social aspect, he thought that, and the eleven year old, well, we were only going to get his confidence up ready for high school and to write. And within two weeks, we absolutely loved it. The oldest is uh, actually on on the spectrum, which actually, I don't know if he would be assessed as such today, which is interesting. Uh, so I brought him out the first week, I said, "Come on, it's writing day, let's let's write, let's do an little essay." And he started drawing. I go, what are you doing, mate? He goes, I can't write, mum, until I've met the characters. And they weren't allowing time for that. 40 minutes at school to prepare for the NAPLAN, which is our national testing here in Australia, the next year, like over 12 months in advance, they were narrowing the kids down to writing within 40 minutes Otherwise, you can't. Your classifiers can't write. You have to dictate to the teacher. Wow! And so <laughs> our adventure began. Our adventure began. Yes.
0: <laughs> wow, that's and, in- incredible, isn't it? Um, I was. I feel like that as well. It represents like the old paradigm where there's this kind of push and this rush. You know, people. Um, You know, even in the workforce, I mean, the school as well, but everywhere there's just kind of there's been this forced um, rush around things. It just doesn't need to happen when that that little gift is inside of yourself, and it can gradually, gradually, gradually come out of you. Which I'm sure is what you've done with him with the writing. Is that right?
1: Like. Yes. And definitely, and and it's interesting that you say come out of you because when, when he first particularly came home, this rash came out all over his body. He wasn't sleeping while he was at school, and this whole rash came out to a degree that he couldn't walk properly. And I just, you know, we went to a couple of, you know, people in our, in our health team and our, you know, holistic health team, but mummy's intuition said he's just, he hasn't been comfortable in his home skin. And he's shedding that skin like it was so like he was literally shedding that skin to find a new skin. And so I said to them, you know, if you knew why you were on the planet, this eight and 11 year old, if you knew the reason you're on the planet, what is it? And they both told me. So I think I didn't realize that this would, you know, questioning would become um, holding the space and questioning all these coaching skills that I knew I was actually doing with my kids now that I had them home. What I did think when they were at school, I did think, when am I going to teach them stuff? Like we're rushing around in the morning, you know, we got a list, and then you know, then they forget their hat, and I have to go back home and get their hat. Or I don't have to, I chose to. Uh, you know, there's all (laughs) this rush, 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 and it never made sense. I was not congruent with it. My beautiful, beautiful grandmother on my mum's side. She used to say, and she was German, and the only only English that she knew was hello, goodbye, and lolly, and thank you. So, what I took on from her, though, apart from lots of lollies, <laughs> was, was immer mit der Ruhr, immer mit der Rua, and immer aus. And immer mit der Rua, means always with peace, always with calm and ease, always. And immer gerade aus is always move forward. And so Changemaker Teams now use as a motto, onward with ease. So we're moving forward with ease. None of this, rush, rush, rush. And in that ease, we can teach our children to connect to themselves. And we, in order to do that, um, I love you use it a lot as well, is be the change that you want to see in the world. So we as parents need to connect to ourselves. And many parents like face-to-face here in my office or, or uh, over the phone or Zoom, you know, around the world, I coach mothers to connect to themselves and therefore they think they're coming because they've got troubles with their teens and sometimes we direct the teens to the change maker way or to a learning dojo or some some other resource from another mummy that I don't you know that I know or another resource you know because it's not right with us but mostly we have something that we can help them with when we do discovery calls or so.
0: Yeah. So did you want to, that's amazing. Did you, I love the motto too, by the way, <laughs> that's awesome. So did you want to go into a little bit more detail um, just so I can understand more what it is um, the change way offers? So is it like, for example, is it teaching? Is it coaching? Is it one-on-one? Is it groups? Like what is it that you are offering or helping people with just so I can understand and other people could understand as well?
1: Yeah, sure. It's it's definitely about helping the child to connect to their vision. So both boys, for example, said, you know, what they wanted to do. And, um, and I said, okay, let's do that with our eyes, ears and hearts open. And the older one wanted to take the the uh, rubbish off the road, the cars, the the rubbish cars off the road, in his (laughs) words, 11-year-old words, and design and manufacture something new. And the eight-year-old wanted to um, design... um, invent his words invent something small with a big impact on people so something just small with a big impact it was like almost saying I'm small but I want to make a big impact you know first time I was actually said said it like that afterwards I was a bit concerned though he was into explosives at that time so but we just like wow. okay let's, <laughs> let's do that with our eyes ears and hearts open and so that's part of the change maker way to we've it's a number of booklets uh, with uh, with a parent's component in there as well. And the child or the teenager can go through the questions by themselves at their own pace. And there's the cover page so that they can write when they did it and they can come back and do it again at another time because what we find with our purpose and there is an easy way and I'll give that to your listeners soon there's an easy way to find out your purpose um, but it, it usually gets deeper deeper and wider so I found that out for me when I was like real clarity around it in 2001 when I began coaching and it just it has not changed it's just got deeper and wider and clearer and you know more and more if you can say narrower but yeah narrower, but deeper and deeper and wider so just clearer more focused um, and I'll be more aware of it instead of just being the leaf in the wind and going oh that feels good oh that feels good that feels good it was will that feel what I'm getting that that'll feel and so so it's more I'm I'm more connect the more and more connected I am the clearer I hear you know I did see when my boys were little I read in I think it was just a um you know just a a common magazine women's day or something you know um just a general magazine it wasn't a holistic magazine or anything and it said to teach this lady was had been overweight and she wished that she had been taught by her mother to connect more with her body when she was younger and it was just in that context and I went oh Wow, wouldn't that be good? My boys were still really little then. Wouldn't that be good to teach my boys to connect to their body? You know, normally you might think about that for women, you know, to teach little girls, but why not my little boys to teach them to connect to their bodies? And so it was simple. With food we started and I said uh, when they went to a birthday party, you know, they looked at the food. We ate very well. Um, my job and my husband's job was to ensure their immunity was high, and we kept them healthy and organic food. And we had, as I said, a repertoire of holistic healers in our, in, as well as normal doctors and things in in our family circle. And um, they would ask, "Oh, can can I have this?" You know, when they go to a party and there's lollies and chips and all of that all over all over the table um they said can I have this Mum? can I have this and I said I don't know ask your body I'm not sure I'm not sure ask your body and then you'd see these little ones just have their plate in their hand and and some of them would go (laughs) and then you know they'd reach for it (laughs) for our listeners that can't see me that they'd reach for the food and then go oh God oh, damn, you know, <laughs> I can't have that. My body doesn't want that. But then they'd go to something else, and they sometimes they'd go for sweets, and and their body would be okay with that. So that was the beginning of learning to connect connect to themselves, um, as well as my parents saying, be you know, be aware, and so it was very natural. But still, I think unconscious, it was just like, oh, that was a good idea in the magazine. I, I don't want, it seems to stress me to say, be careful. So what about be aware, you know, so it gradually got calmer and calmer, which I didn't have any of these terrible twos. I didn't have my teen, like the teens aren't, you know, the typical, they even say we're not the typical teenagers that you hear about that are off the rails or whatever. Sure, there's, know there's things that go on for them and you can tell when they're reflective and thinking and more closed down and we just hold the space and and, you know next 20 minutes there's a hug you know (laughs) so um but or maybe maybe it's the way it is happening like typical teenagers and I just don't process it the same way I don't know you know I, I haven't got sliding doors so I don't I don't know so um, yeah, so that all related to the change maker way, as I said, in six, six part portions now, we used to do it very loosely with parents and now we formalized it. They can do it um, if, if parents or educators prefer it to be facilitated with their teenagers, we do that as well. So one-on-one we facilitate via Zoom. Or we again help the educators and parents to actually facilitate their child. Because we're basically saying to be be there, be their coach. And it's really the coach approach. Well, that's, the approach to the change maker way is the coach approach. The way is the coach approach. And that is, you don't exist almost. Like that's what I was taught when I was coaching. It's just that I don't exist. It is about the child, holding the space for them, whatever they come out with. It, it, it can be questioned deeper, you know? So um, yeah, there's a number of questions and then it talks about earning um, money from that as well. And then it goes through in establishing the format for putting what they decide to do in a format that can be shared with other children. So if they come up with some way of, you know, feeding the poor or, or, or um, you know, creating something, Um, they they then can write that down and document that in a way that other children can use around the world as well if they choose to and then maybe modify it their way so that's that's where we're heading in the formalize that after now formalizing what what we do
0: wow so it becomes like a resource I love that like it's like they're the students or the children are building their own um, content and then sharing it like they're not content but their own discoveries I guess you would call it and then share it they're able to yes. then put it in a library or share it in some way with others who could then if they're interested reflect back and things like that is that what you mean yes
1: yes to, to connect with other change makers that are on a similar path as well so that's teaching them a skill they absolutely need in the future and you've done so beautifully in collaborating and bringing community together so that that will happen we're developing an app to be able Ah. to record that we work we're very much inspired by Galileo and they um they can share they're already sharing their own stories and we we will have stories to add to that we'll be using um some of the like if children are inspired to do some of the online courses on Galileo we amazingly a lot of educators have chosen to leave the old paradigm And uh, we have established learning dojos. I'm actually working with a lady in Singapore at the moment who has established a learning dojo, which is a learning centre. A dojo is a place where you find your way. And they can bring learning experiences uh, of their own to teach young children. And the a component that they can teach is the change maker way. So they can bring that if anybody's starting a learning centre or you know if even forest school. It can if people have established their own little hub. Learning hub is another word that people are calling it at the moment. We can add help you add the change maker way to it. You know you don't have to reinvent all these questions and parents support. There's you know once a week the parents get together and and um, we go through through it and help them connect to them as well. So there's a parent session on Thursday nights um, and we'll adapt for other time zones with that on uh, for Singapore. i I am doing Saturday mornings as well. So just talking with the, the community and teaching them how to actually, um, how to actually teach the change maker way within their learning center, and if they choose to, we can support them more, and they become a change maker dojo as well.
0: Awesome, awesome. And so, is it really varied what the children are coming up with? Like, is it all just inspired with what they want to learn in a way, or is it is it got to be because you've been, you've it's made you made them sound like they're these grand projects like. Um, you know feeding the poor or something but can they just be simple little things that they want to discover like yes. what is it like could you give me an example of something i
1: can i can give you the example how it's all happened with with my boys you know yeah. and it's not that great it's not that okay. grand yeah yeah you know? and it's, it's just their passions you know okay, my cool. um my boy who is um was wanting to take the rubbish cars off the road and design and manufacture new cars. On either side of teaching, you know, getting Industrial Revolution, reading about that, reading car magazines, he wanted to then put a car show on. So we just followed that path. He wanted to put a car show on. And all the time I would be asking the questions. Um, and with the car show, he we connected him to a mentor who... Um, who was putting on a car show here, and we looked at the real estate you would need and the noise requirements for that. You know so this whole self-directed learning all just went down the path of designing and manufacturing cars. On one side, however, we had business and entrepreneurial skills and courses at all different ages, you know, and the other side we had um, we had uh, music, you know we, we did um, there was the music bus. And that was at one of the locations for a homeschool co-op and one of them, you know, the older one did drums and the other one did bass and then they ended up getting, you know, having different, different instruments. By the time my boy, the eldest was 14, I couldn't hold him on anything car wise he'd done a course then he'd completed a course where he did panel beating and tire changing mechanics and like he did everything with relation to cars we got him the fluoro shirt and the steel cap boots and all of that he came home from that and said it's too hot Mum. I don't want to work I don't want to work in a shed. I don't want to work like that way too hot for me I'm going okay then then what you know and let's we well, said we would follow the path with our eyes ears heart open and that just means how do you feel did that connect with you did it not like um but we had a path so we didn't use history matthew you know history science you know all of these typical curriculum subjects we did them all in the context of and he loved geometry like he was doing grade six maths but grade 11 and 12 geometry and graphics and design and you know and then he drew and just amazing and we there's so much we say daily we would not have known this if you went to school we would not have known this about you and goodness like I think you would have been so stressed can you imagine my eldest we go you know can you both of them can you imagine in a blazer and a tie and knee-high socks I can't believe I was the mum that when we went to the shops after school I said Pull up your socks, you're representing the school. You're representing your school. Pull up your socks, tuck your shirt in. You know, you've finished school's finished for the day, but you are outside in school uniform, you're representing the school. That was my talk. What I was told when I went to private school. That like now they do whatever they want to do. And as I said at the beginning, if your daughter comes in, it's like it's just be you. You are representing you. Who are you? <laughs> You know, connect to you. Who are you? Let me see you. And boy, does that press buttons for a parent sometimes, because I said that you know you wanted a typical example. Um, he he ended up doing music. Couldn't hold him on the curriculum, and I said that's that's fine, love. He just taught himself keyboard. He taught himself. Um, uh, he taught himself bass guitar, ukulele, guitar. Um, All these different musical instruments, and he was already, you know, they were already award winners in um, in the band for guitar and uh, drums and bass. But the elder one just taught him all these different music, and I said, okay, that's fine, but it has to mean something. It needs to come out of you and serve, you know, serve God's people. We need to serve the people on the planet, and you've been given these gifts. They can't stay in you. You know, Wayne Dyer used to say, don't die with the music in still inside you. You know, so I said, it needs to come out. How are we going to do this? So along the path we had already uh, of the car path, we'd already rang a university looking at doing potential business when he was looking at doing the car shows. I think he was 13 then. And we looked at, well, what is the bridging course into university? So we we started looking and, and one of the business courses he did um. He was offered a thousand dollars discount to do one of the courses inside, you know, the 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 um, uh, it was a college that he chose to do, and there was a certificate three of music. However, it was it was just worship music, and he said, "That's nice, mum." And you know, I play that at youth, but I don't want to do just youth uh, worship music. I want all you know music and my genre of music that I like. I said that's fine. So he ended up finding a certificate and at 15 he was risk assessed to see if he could manage that and go into that. And and he did and thrived and loved that. And then he actually went to an alternative school to do grade 11 and 12, but this is the thing. He didn't he learned what he needed to learn and didn't actually finish grade 12. So technically grade 12 dropout. But this is what press, as I said, press buttons in me because he never wore the cap and gown for grade 12. But he said, mum, I'm done there. I have learned what I needed to learn. I went there to learn this and this and to have this chance of performing. I've done that. The last term, they're teaching us things that you've already taught us how to rent a house and, you know, how to budget. You've already taught us all that and how to cook and all of that. You know, they're teaching us life things. You've already done that. Why don't I go to this college, try out, I've got my certificate three in music, that and trying out uh, performing on my bass. They need bass players, he found out. Why can't I just go there now? And I went, okay, well, then you've got an option. If you get in now, you've got an option to start, you know, late last year, or you could wait and start early this year. You've got an option, but if you don't get in on your performance, you they give you feedback and you've got an option to try again so let's do that so we did that this is my child on the spectrum remember i dropped off confidently he went up the stairs i did a few laps of the block you know ended up parking in a loading zone (laughs) and then he phoned me and said mom i got in they've offered me a position what do i do i said what do you want to do of course i'm not going to say. Well, no, you can't go in till next year. You're not old enough, really. You know, you'll be with all these older kids or whatever. No, I said, what do you want to do? What feels right for you? We, you know what we talked about, that you had options. What do you want to do now? And he said, I want to do this now. Went, so he was like starting in like six days or something. And I said, okay. So I said, come on down. We ended up finding a park enrolled him straight away. And he's there. So that was last, late last year. He actually did okay, like he learned, but on paper for the first time (laughs) ever since Chinese at school, he got a D, but that's because he drew rockets on his paper and he never actually did anything on it because he wasn't (laughs) interested in it. (laughs) He was already telling me then when he was a youngster, I only want to do what I want to do, Mum. So he he didn't do all the assessment items, but he was there to learn. He's only at that university to learn what he needs to learn, to get to where he knows where he wants to go. And again, I went through university and, you know, you go there and pass, or if it's too much, you withdraw and go part-time. He said, it's not too much. I just don't want to do those subjects. I thought it was going to be this, but it wasn't. It was this. I said, okay, we better meet with them, you know, and I thought we were going to have a meeting to find, to to maybe, you know, de-enroll. And we went and we asked questions and they found out who Matthew was and they, and they um, suggested something and when Matthew was really clear what he wanted to do. And now he is doing two subjects. He's in two different bands and he's learning what he needs to learn. We've got the okay of that university to say, at the end of this term, let's see where he's at and he may not want to continue like sorry Matthew said I may he's saying I may not want to continue but there may be other subjects that I want to do so he's purely there and he is of course there's debt involved or payment involved for those courses but any any parent I like I pay for any program that he decides that he needs to do but because it's what will move him to his next stage so lots of de-schooling, lots of holding a space because you don't go to university unless you're going to finish it. Well, he's not there. I didn't teach him that life was about growing up and going to university. I was there. I've taught him, learn what you want to learn to go where you want to go. Learn that. And that's where he's chosen to learn what he wants to learn. So many will judge that. The old paradigm will definitely judge that and I breathe and go he's right I've taught him this I've given him permission to connect to himself so who am I to say you've got to pass like his skin just breaks out and more stressed again we've got an inbuilt barometer and we all do so hopefully you've heard all of that because I don't know how our connection is going on.
0: Yeah, no, I heard you. It's fine. It's good. Um, yeah, no, that's amazing. So you've just teach- taught him to, um, to follow his heart and his passion and to see where that is going to take him along the way. And, you know, a lot of people when they start, university maybe they don't know either and they just finish the course because they don't know what else but at least you know he's got that in him that wow if I don't like it I can change I'm free to do that I don't have to stay I can I can move on and you know and there's no race either like it doesn't matter when he gets to wherever he's going it's like enjoying the journey along the way so yeah that's that's really that's amazing and so like with everything that's happened in the world now like you know there's a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, people that are working in online and things like that so your courses have been created to support like the families um kind of like an add-on or even just like you can coach the families themselves on what they can do um, like with the self-directed learning as well as this change maker teens model um that's going to help them where we are currently in the world because you know a lot of people have been stepping away from the traditional models of schooling uh for various reasons you know various reasons and so it's really amazing that that's what it is and it sounds like it's very global because you said you've got Singapore connection in Singapore and things like yes. that and the idea is that it's going to go more global with other places as well like so anybody who's listening from around the world could contact you and just you could work with them to create a kind of package or train them on what they need to know is that yeah
1: yeah, so, so some people just hear the change maker way. There's still a special because I spoke at the Australian Homeschool Summit. So there's still a special on, on the packages at the uh, moment. Okay, yeah. Because um, that finished a week ago. Um, and sometimes there's the option as well for a discovery call. So I can actually listen to the, and if the time doesn't suit um, on, on a, the link on the website for a discovery call because of where you are in the world, we'll sort something out as we did. yes. (laughs) So so we, um, we, I I like to listen and that's complimentary 45 minute complimentary call just to really hear the parent or if they want to bring their teen on as, as well, but to hear, well, and to hear the parent to find out what is, what is it that they really need? Because, you know, these teenagers that maybe have been in school and coming home, there's a whole lot of you know from what I'm hearing. There's a whole lot of emotion, emotion, let alone communication. Emotion is communication. Uh, that that parents are hearing for the first time because it all happened at school, mm. and so they're really getting to know their children. And there's contention, you know, in in the the women changing the world book that we talk about from contention to connection mm. and. What really sped it up for for me um, late last well mid mid last year it was a perfect timing it was around when the collaboration of the book was coming together with with amazing women from around the world uh, from actually these are all Australian um, but what I experienced I it was never an issue for me because it was definitely very clear that it was about you know, being me and my the other co-founder, Linda of Changemaker Teens, when I ask her sometimes, who do I need to be to do this next stage? And she keeps on saying, and amazing and never had a business partner like this before, that she says, be you, be you. And and so what that question does when when sometimes we say, Well, you know, who 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 do I need to be in order to get this done? Mm. When when you're told "Well, will be you instead of going looking it out you know at at celebrities or other authors or whatever you know you go oh okay well what part of me what aren't I utilizing or okay there's a fear there what's the lesson in that what's let me lean into that fear Mm. that thinking I have to look outside me and lean in and then that doesn't mean that you can't learn because definitely it's about collaboration you can't learn from others but if you come here first mm-hmm. and then move out again you save so much time and it is done with so much ease you know yeah. so 100%, all about it. On- 100% on that and that's so that's what
0: you were sharing um yeah, there's a reflection on that with um, with the book that we were creating as well uh, with our new paradigm of education book. Um, when the vision landed for myself to create the book, the first thing I sat with was I started to write a line and I was like, you know, this just isn't working. <laughs> this is definitely not for me to decide a new paradigm of education. This is going to be something that I need to collaborate with. So I, I automatically just felt into the energy of what I, I felt the wisdom within myself was what my aspect was and 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 the people that would resonate with that and called in a a tribe of authors that would also be resonating with this um this same like frequency or idea and then it was definitely what you're you're saying it was like everything that we need is inside of us and we don't need this external sources to say so And it was actually a debunking of education, you know, the old system of education, especially the scholarly, um, you know, Mm -hmm. side of things, you know, where we've all done empirical research, you know, you know college professors and you know all of us even who went to university with our empirical research background you know throwing that all out the window and just going you know what let's just write from our hearts (laughs) we want to change education we want education to be heart-based let's role model it let's just write from our hearts let's just write what's coming through so we literally would like meditate and then write meditate and then write and I was just encouraging that and if there was something that wasn't congruence, I'm like that's that's not what we need like I can google that I don't want to know what google says I want to know what you say like this is your coding and your story and it sounds very similar is that what you're trying to say it sounds very similar to what yes you did
1: definitely at 6am in um uh, morning one morning every week we all came together um we we did a little meditation first and then we were just writing together so we we would just write but everybody was on the screen being quiet and yeah we would just see what flowed and there was a couple of times in my drafts. I've got the what the? I can't believe I've actually got to write this, but really, and it was, it was sharing a story that's quite controversial. And but I needed to experience it this this moment last year, and to, to particularly for this book, and to speed me up to get out of my own way because what I discovered after something that happened to me, and I've written it in in that chapter. Is that I, I was prompted as I was leaning against a car crying, and this, you know, a gentleman and a lady came to support and find out what was going on, if I was okay. Never have I experienced this. I mean, I'm I'm always looked for the gift and things, a good communicator, but this was like shoved me straight out of integrity with myself. And it, I was not heard. I was not heard. I couldn't speak up. And it rattled me. And, and I wrote in, in there that this must be the closest to what kids feel too when they can't be themselves. No, no wonder they go, you know, and they don't even understand why, but they know it's not them. And they go, and I, oh, this has got to be the closest to teen anxiety that, you know, in my 50s that I've ever felt. And I was prompted to ask the question, on a scale, like I, I got asked the question, you know, one of the coaching questions you always ask on a scale of, and I went, a scale of what? And I leaned in, so I'm crying near the car. I'm still being the witness to everything that's happening. You know, very, very clear now on how to be the witness and, and be aware of everything that's happening, even right now when we're speaking, Monique. <laughs> so to be that witness, yet be in that moment. And I said, okay, on a scale of two, Uh, Sorry, out of scale of zero to ten, how much do people allow each other to be who they are? Mm. And I got two out of ten. And I went, oh, my God, and I just started sobbing more, you know, that we allow ourselves in each other to be themselves we allow by little things we might say by things we do by freaking rules you know rules instead of ethics and morality you know that we yeah so two out of ten i'm going you've got to hurry up heidi you've got to hurry up and get this change make way out to more teens to more parents because if we change that communication within ourselves within the families that'll change it in the community and out further society the world and you know what if if we've tried you know I I watched a I watched a movie last night that um what is it don't don't look up and I've seen it a few times on on Netflix and I went I'm not going to watch that I'm not going to watch that it's about a comet coming you know and ending the world I'm "I'm not going to watch that but you know when you're trying to find a balance between a teenage movie and one with With a bit of a message or something that I might be I went okay and there was a there's a whole lot in that for adults and just laughing and seeing how absurd we are about the material stuff in the world Mm -hmm. and at the end you know and you know it's it's all about well, we tried and I'm going well even if we tried whether whatever you believe and this is this is part of my stuff as i've been going through the 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 part where i have many 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 christian religious friends and many many love and light holistic spiritual friends Uh and i have gone through you know the world and i believe there and i'm speaking up now because i believe there's a lot of women in this world especially when we start recognizing the love that it's about building the bridge and even if we have tried when we get to an end if there is an end we know that what some people believe will be true and what other people believe will be true that we go on and we come back you know in a different way or we end up you know with with Christ mm-hmm. both are correct you know you know and mm-hmm. i may be this is, this is the speaking up. If I'm, you know, if I'm a global speaker, I need to speak this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is what, you know, and, and we come from, because that is, we don't want segregation with, re, with regard to our health at the moment, mm-hmm. let alone our education, our colour, our gender, all of that, and yet... We come from love, really, Mm. and we judge the spiritual, holistic, love and light versus prayer Mm -hmm. and the Bible. Yeah, and you know, like, we can't that is segregation. That is segregation. That is two out of ten not accepting you for who you are. Ah, okay and trying to convince somebody so I I hope I haven't gone off tangent there but I'm just very very much about educating our children to tune into them and be aware of others as well I, I actually chose the the cup the the make it happen purely to remind me that this is not what we have to do Totally. You don't need to make anything happen. You might have cringed when you first saw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because I wish, I wish that we could say we're a change allower. We're not change makers, we're change allowers. Mm, so I love you that. You know, we're change allowers and and but people aren't ready for being change allowers yet. Change makers, they need to come into our community. Where we can help them realize that you can be you and allow the change. Mm. But if we say change allowers, you know, are you going to come to the change allower way? Yeah, I see.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I understand. In, I'm in this
1: world. I'm in this world, but not of this world, and nor are you, and nor are the listeners. So,
0: yeah, no, that's so so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for um, really bringing that back into education. I really believe. It actually comes into um, what I was sharing in the beginning around just the opening of the heart, like the the connection that we started off with was the heart and we've come back to the heart. And I really feel like that is the key of um, the new paradigm of education is leading from that space and like because if we're just leading just from the left brain we're 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 working with segregation because the brain is wanting to compartmentalize everything isn't it it's wanting to you know categorize and compartmentalize whereas the other side of the brain when we're doing our meditation and opening up it's this place of um unity and one oneness consciousness and so all of that does come back into I believe that's really important for children um, and also for educators to be able to learn to learn that because it's actually allowing us to lead with our heart as our heart is having intelligence and then directing the mind rather than the mind directing the heart. It's so, so, so important. Um, and I really believe that that is the key because why would we want to stop this type of intelligent when it intelligence when it's bringing more happiness more joy more concentration more focus like there's so much so many gifts like I'm very very passionate about mind if people want to call it mindfulness or whatever you want to call it mindfulness in education because there's just so many gifts that it brings it brings through but and it also enhances the other aspects as well because it's holistic it's not that it's saying you have to not use your science brain because science can be so creative science can be done with joy science can be done with the heart you know it's not about one or the other it's like the wholeness of of it all and so yeah I really love what you've just shared um by using that with your book and your connection with the women, um, coming back to ourselves, <laughs> and then from there leading you know leading that with our children, and I really believe that that also is the key. You know, as educators, you know who am I? Who am I to show up in a classroom or in a home or wherever I deem myself as an educator, if I still call myself that, right? Who am I to show up without my heart, like you know, without my joy? Like I'm not there. I'm not going to be holding space. I'm not going to be able to be fully present and to be able to absorb everything to be wise like (laughs) all the things that we you know that are needed like without that you know so yeah I totally hear you around that that's so beautiful
1: Mm, thank you yeah I, I saw a magazine it was an online magazine article or a blog about showing educators or teachers showing up in the classroom that You know, why can't I just do my job? Why can't, why do I have to love? They're saying, you know, my principal saying I have to love my students. Why do I need to do that? Why can't I just do? And, And maybe if you actually ask that teacher different questions, we might find that there is. We all think differently. Our profiles are all different. And that's what the questions do. And we can look at your talent dynamics to find out what profile that you are. And there are the speakers of the world, and there are the money people and the figures people of the world. And there are the people that more are better with time management or project management. You know, I'm doing this because, like, there's a whole square of where potentially how you learn, how you love, and and so then we may be we may and again before the call we we said we may be doing all the same thing mm. but saying it differently and even what's happening in the old paradigm if we just got honest if mm. they just got honest and drilled it down and allow the space and maybe came from that place of ethics and morality rather than rules mm. there would be more unity so I don't I mean, as we're rising together and waking people up or, you know, looking up, it's, it's seeing who we are and who each other are so that we can see how we are connect, connected and choose to connect um, for the sake of our children and for the sake of, you know, I don't like the word trying, you know, as, I said that's how the movie ended that we tried you know you either do <laughs> there is no try there is do or not do and and that's and that's that's the thing there is do and not do and be just be you be ourselves yeah maybe
0: yeah, the, the trying could be do. called um like Small steps, taking steps as opposed to like going grand and going, wow, look at this change. Wow, like it's just that first step, isn't it? Like, and some people disregard that first step, but that step is like the step, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have no doubt that the vision that Matthew has, you know, that he's putting together, because he said, if I'm just doing these few subjects, if I'm just doing these few subjects, I can actually work on what I want to work on. If I'm doing all these other subjects that I don't want to do, I can't actually play and get online and, you know, share my music and my art because I'm too busy doing stuff that I don't want to do, Mum. You know, I'm going to be there a lot quicker. And so I just asked him questions and similar to how the Changemaker way asked from all different angles to check that is he running away from something? Does he need to face this or, you know, need to, according to us, does he need to face this? Or address this, and he's just afraid, and we need to hold the space and lean into that fear with him. Hmm. Or is he really wanting to do something else? And and so sometimes we come. Well, what about you do this, you know? And we come up halfway, and we do help him move through a fear. Um, And mostly he knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah. But it just presses buttons because it's not the way it happened for us. And even I didn't think. Even even knowing and believing that it's important for him to be him. It still presses buttons and there's still the de-schooling, but not for long. My mentor told me, and we can probably end with this because I'm noticing, yeah. um, or, or around this, that to notice what you're noticing and listen to what you're listening to. So if you notice what's happening in your body, if you notice what's happening around you and you're listening, you're listening to even your own chatter and going, oh, I keep hearing this, what does this mean, you know, then, you know, that's that's the start of a part of connection with yourself yeah yeah it's amazing it's amazing that
0: um you've been able to impart such wisdom such bring out such wiseness within children and I'm sure all the children that are also um I mean they've got it within them anyway but just being able to you know the word self-directed like kind of help them to learn how to direct I guess is what I'm trying to say their own wisdom um around Life and learning and everything—it um, has been so beautiful to connect with you. And I yes. usually do ask one final question before we would close, which would be: What would be your vision for a new paradigm of education?
1: What would it be my? Yeah, if you could choose something. <laughs> my vision that every, everyone is allowed to, to be them. Just... Yeah, every, everyone is allowed. To, to be themselves. And you know, you've probably heard my vision all the way through, but in a, totally. in a nutshell. Yeah yeah it, in, in, a, in a nutshell that you know school schools as we know them definitely don't don't exist. And yet the educators and teachers that are there, the teachers be, still find out who they are and be themselves. And these communities, these hubs, learning dojos, hubs, learning centres, hire back the schools. They go to the labs for the ones that want the labs. They go to the halls for the ones that want to put a performance on. Or they Mm. go to the wood shop or the metal shop and they use the libraries the way they want to. And it's just that. freedom, but I started saying, but then, you know, the gap's pretty big. The gap, the gap is big. Are you still there, Heidi? yeah to to allow to
0: allow allow. okay okay cool thank you all right so well thank you so much for um joining us today on this new paradigm of education podcast I'm always in awe of every single person that comes on here that's making helping to make a change in the world and (laughs) yours is by being uh was it change allowers change makers so I think (laughs) yeah I really love that I really love that um the shift in that as, as well so we'll place your links and your information down below so people can connect with you and you could support them with whatever they're needing so Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to a New Paradigm of Education podcast. And if you're wanting to connect with other like-minded educators or parents, you're welcome to join our group as well, A New Paradigm of Education on Facebook, where we have conversations and support each other around uh, what we can all do together in this new paradigm. So thank you so much for coming on today, Heidi. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Monique. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.